Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you and welcome to the Illuminated Heart podcast. My name is Ahlam Riyashi and I am your host. This podcast is for the souls who seek to find holistic healing in Allah and who desire to become better versions of themselves spiritually, mentally and emotionally. We will be exploring topics on mental health, combined with Islamic spirituality, as well as incorporating tips on self-love, healing, empowerment, positive mindset, and more. So if you are that soul that is interested on embarking this journey, I am so glad you're here. Let's start healing together. In the last episode, I touched upon a point that I made and said I'll speak about it in a future episode. I didn't plan to speak about this today, but I thought, when will there be a better time? And this is a topic that we cannot delay, so I want to get straight into it. I also want to add a disclaimer for trigger warning. If it gets too much for you at any point, do press pause, take some deep breaths, and check in with yourself. This is a highly important topic and I want to make it very clear. Sabar is not suffering. Sabar is absolutely not suffering. Do you hear me ladies? This is for you. We have to understand and empower ourselves that our Islam does not teach us that we will be rewarded in suffering at the hands of human beings. There is this toxic belief that when a woman is in a situation that is harming her, she should, quote-unquote, have sabr. Be patient, have sabr. Isn't that what we're constantly told? Now, the damage that this does is that it creates a culture that keeps women in abusive relationships. The term sabr in Arabic comes from the root word sabara, which means to restrict, to confine, to detain, to withhold. It's often mistakenly translated as patience, but actually the best fitting English translation is perseverance. If we look at the Cambridge Dictionary definition of the word perseverance, it is to continue making an effort to do or achieve something even when this is difficult or takes a long time, which means sabr is an active verb. It is not passive. So where did we confuse sabr with not doing anything, with being complacent? Where did that come from? There are three types of sabr. One is having sabr in doing good deeds, in worshipping Allah, so persisting with your salah. Doing those acts, again, look at it, it's an act. It's an action. The second type is having sabr in preventing yourself from committing sins. Okay, so it takes Again, perseverance and endurance to protect yourself from committing evil. And the third type is the sabr that we are told to have 
when we are dealing with hardships and the tests of life. So from these three types of sabr, we understand that sabr is in relation to Allah, in relation to either worshipping Allah or protecting yourself from committing evil acts or worshipping Allah and being patient with the hardships. There is nothing within these three types of sabr that includes suffering at the hands of human beings. What I've noticed is that it is women more than men who are holding up this culture. It is women who are telling other women to have sabr and be patient when they are being abused in a relationship. And this is completely wrong. But where does it come from? These beliefs come from previous generations that have been passed down to us. We don't just pass on genetics, we also pass on beliefs. Women of the previous generations didn't have the opportunities that we have today. They didn't have the opportunity for education, which means that they were less educated on matters in the secular field and also the Islamic field. I feel like we have more opportunities to study Islam today than the women of the past did. And because they weren't educated in either fields, it meant that they didn't know much about their rights and also they weren't able to financially support themselves, which meant that they had no option but to depend on a male, on a husband. So these factors combined with the toxic belief that staying in an abusive relationship will be rewarding and you'll be rewarded for bearing with it meant that these women put up with abuse and they didn't have any opportunities to leave. They didn't have the means to walk away because they were so dependent on this man. We live in the 21st century now. We are educated. We are educated more, I would say, Islamically and within the secular field. We know our rights in a country and also in our deen. We know what our deen teaches us. And alhamdulillah, many of us are educated, which means that we're able to financially support ourselves. This allows us the opportunity to leave an abusive relationship. In no way does sabr mean putting up with abuse. In no way does it mean to be a martyr for a human being. You weren't created to suffer at the hands of a human being. You were only created to worship Allah and you try to worship Allah in the capacity that you're in. Sabr does not mean that you don't do anything about a harmful situation. The Prophet ﷺ said in a hadith that whosoever of you sees an evil, let him change it with his hand. And if he is not able to do so, then let him change it with his tongue. And if he is not able to do so, then with his heart. And that is the weakest of faith. That is a reminder for us to know that when there is evil, to speak up about it, first of all, to change it. So to use your hands to change that evil, to take an action and to speak out against it. And if you really can't do that in a severe circumstance, then you hate it and you try to change it within your heart. We are role models for our daughters. What we do today 
they will do tomorrow. If we continue to put up with abuse and accept situations that are harmful for us in the name of labeling it as sabr and thinking that we're going to get rewarded for it, our children will adopt that same belief from us. We will pass on that same toxic belief and it will generate into the next generation and the next generation. This is what we're trying to change today. We're trying to break this generational trauma. We're trying to break this generational toxic culture. It is foolish to think that you will be rewarded by staying in a situation that is harming you. And when I say harming, not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, in whatever capacity is harming you. Because the same way you aren't going to get reward by harming yourself, in fact, it's a sin, you aren't going to get reward by allowing someone else to harm you, allowing someone else to continue to abuse you. That isn't praiseworthy. The women who are telling other women that it's praiseworthy and it's rewarding to stay in a situation that is harming another woman, it is wrong and it needs to stop. It is narrated that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O oh, my servants, I have made oppression unlawful for me and unlawful for you. So do not commit oppression against one another. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made oppression against himself, unlawful for him. Yet we are committing oppression on each other and also onto ourselves. We are committing an oppression onto ourselves by staying in a situation that is harming us. We know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that it's a sin to harm yourself. Anything that harms our body is a sin. So why do we not think that if something is harming our heart, is harming our mind, is harming our iman, is harming our soul, why do we not think that's sinful to stay in that situation? Islam came to liberate women, but it's culture that is destroying women, suppressing women, abusing women, and then it's labeled Islam. My religion does not condone abuse. That is not the Islam I follow. That is not the Islam that we follow. Let's make that very clear. For anybody who's listening right now and who is struggling in their relationship, I'm simply here to remind you that it's okay to speak up. I'm here to remind you that sabr is not suffering and definitely not suffering in silence. You deserve to be treated with love and kindness. That is your right as a Muslim wife. Amongst the hundreds of people who are telling you to stay and have sabr in a relationship that you've tried so hard to keep together and only you know how much you've tried. I will be that voice to tell you, no, it's not okay to put up with suffering. That's not what Islam teaches. When you're already doubting your decision and you want to find every reason to stay and people are gaslighting you and manipulating you, telling you that you should stay for the sake of the children, for the sake of gaining reward, stay and you will be rewarded. I'm here to remind you that Allah doesn't want suffering for you. For the women who are helpless and think that 
well, this is just what's written for me. This is what Allah has decreed for me and I've just got to accept my decree. It may be that Allah has decreed for you to go through a difficulty and you're experiencing this difficulty right now. But that does not mean that is your decree for life. That does not mean you have to live in that suffering forever. That does not mean that you are powerless and not able to change the situation because Allah has given you free will to change that. Allah has given you free will in your life and you deserve to be treated with kindness. And I know for certain there'll be people out there who will take this in a sense that I am advocating for women to simply break their marriages and walk away. That is not the case at all. For people who have the ears to understand what I'm saying, they will understand. And for the people who want to take it a different way, that is up to them. But I am simply here to empower women because there are thousands and thousands of women who are trapped in abusive relationships and being told that they should bear patience and have sabr in a situation that is harming them and that is completely wrong. That is not something that a community should be condoning. That is not how we should be supporting Muslim sisters in the Muslim community. We should be the ones who speak up against the tyrants, against the abusers, and to take the sisters out of that situation. That is what would happen in the periods of Islamic Khilafah in the olden times. Men had respect for women and they would simply step in when a woman was in distress and take her out of a situation and the men will be reprimanded. But today it's as if the women are being told to be silent, the women are being told to put up with these situations and the men continue to behave in their abusive ways. This is not okay. So I'm here to give that message. And for the women who shame other women, and this is especially for the older generation, who shame younger women and say, women of today simply have no sabr. That is not true at all. That is not true because for them, they think we have no sabr because today we have boundaries. They want us to have no boundaries. Sabr for them means have no boundaries and be a doormat. But we are resilient today. We women, we're resilient today and we don't put up with things anymore. We don't put up with abuse anymore. We stand up for ourselves. We speak up for ourselves in comparison to the women of the previous generations. So no, every good woman here wants to save their marriage. Every good woman will try to find a hundred reasons to stay within their marriage. And they have a lot of patience. So don't shame women telling them that they have no patience. Allah is the one who is aware of this situation more than anybody else. So be mindful with what you say to others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 135. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُونُوا قَوَّامِينَ بِالْقِسْطِ كُونُوا قَوَّامِينَ بِالْقِسْطِ شُهَدَاءَ لِلَّهِ وَلَوْ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ وَلَوْ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَوِ الْوَالِدَيْنِ وَالْأَقْرَبِينَ 
O you who believed, be persistently standing firm in justice, witnesses for Allah, even if it be against yourselves or your parents and relatives. Allah reminds us that as believers, we should be standing firmly in justice. We should always speak up and hold on to justice, even if it be against ourselves or our parents and our relatives. It's a reminder for us that we should speak out against injustice and we shouldn't accept what is wrong in the eyes of Allah, even if our parents are saying that it's right. Okay? In the eyes of Allah, abuse is wrong. Oppression is not allowed. Treating someone with disrespect and harming them physically, mentally, emotionally or spiritually is a sin. It is an oppression and it's injustice. So as a community, it is our responsibility to speak up against it. We have an obligation to speak up against injustice. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that this benefits so many women. If you're listening today and this message has resonated with you, please share it with all the people who you think will benefit, who need this reminder and who need to be empowered. I would love to hear more about your thoughts and feedback on this topic. I want to know what you guys think. And I'd like to know if you've been told to have sabr when you've experienced injustice and how that impacted you and how that made you feel. You can stay connected with me on my Instagram page at The Illuminated Heart. Don't forget to hit the follow button if you want to be notified of the next episode. And I look forward to meeting you back here very soon.